Hi, babies. What is up? It is your favorite personal trainer, Liz King, back with another episode on Made For Me Fitness. If you haven't done so already, please go and leave this podcast a five-star review to help support me and the making of this podcast so I can keep making more episodes for you and growing our little family. I need your help. Even if you've left one already, leave another one. I can't do any of this without you. And I appreciate you all so much to everybody who has left a five-star review or even comment or anytime you engage with my social media or this podcast or anything, it truly warms my heart and it makes it all worth it. So thank you so much to all of you who have done so already. And if you haven't, don't be shy. I'm really nice. I promise. That's all I really had to say because I really want to jump into this episode because it is summer and I need to give you all a pep talk before you waste another summer without body neutrality. That's right. Not body positive, body neutral. Yes, body positivity is the overall goal. And I think that these two terms are essentially meaning the same thing in a way, but Body neutrality, I believe, is more of a stepping stone to body positivity because no one is going to be body positive all the time. And I don't think that that's what body positivity is asking of anybody, right? I think there's a level of realism with with everything. Nobody's going to be fully in love and fully happy with their body all the time. It's just, I feel like that's unnatural in a way. (laughs) But It helps me to think about moving more towards neutrality versus anything else. And this has helped a number of my clients. um, And I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but I think it's time for a good reminder. And it deserves a whole ass episode because I want to dissect what it is and give you some examples and give you some tips on how we can try to achieve this or at least why we should be striving to achieve this kind of mentality for summer 2023 and for the rest of our lives. So let's get it. Body neutrality is the practice of neutralizing the moral code between good body and bad body. For example, losing weight on the scale is typically associated with good It is something positive in many situations. Weight loss is predominantly viewed as healthy. Weight loss means skinny, and skinny means beauty standard. People are congratulated on weight loss all the time. I also think that there is a lot of passive influence around weight loss, too. It's such a hot topic that it's surrounding all of us all the time, whether we realize it or not. And eventually, even people that don't need to lose weight will start thinking that they need to lose weight just because it's so in our face all the time. Typically, anytime somebody starts a fitness journey or even ends up on Fit Talk or whatever, we stumble across the health and wellness realm and it's all about fucking weight loss. It's so ingrained in us that even when you are losing weight for terrible reasons— People will congratulate you. Have you ever thought of that? You will congratulate you. You could be losing weight due to an illness, due to stress, grief, due to an eating disorder, or an unhealthy relationship with food, 
due to maybe a diet that is just so extreme and not allowing you to enjoy your life, and you would still be congratulated on it. There are many instances where weight loss is not a good thing. It's not a result of something good or happy or sustainable or beautiful. So body neutrality is the practice and mindset that even if your goal is weight loss, if you stepped on the scale and you lost weight, that you could even take that information just as data sort of without emotions. So yes, maybe that's your goal. Maybe it is something that does mean something positive to you, but you want to be able to take in that information without overvaluing it, right? Because what if you stepped on the scale and it was the opposite? Would you be really upset? Would you be sad? Would you base all of your self-worth on it? There's so many backs and forths, and I know that it can get quite complicated, so I don't want to devalue anybody's goals or progress. Like, if you have a weight loss goal fine, right? Totally fine. But I still want you to try to accept this neutral mindset about things so that even if it did go the opposite way, you are still going to be okay with yourself, right? Maybe you can have a moment of reflection and say, okay, yeah, I did gain a little bit of weight, but I really just haven't been being the kindest to myself. Like I haven't been doing the things that I said I would do. So let me start doing those things, right? You don't have to like grasp onto that and be like, I gained two pounds, it's all over for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be the end of the world or the end of you. And it's more of just data instead of this like, this is so good when everybody loses weights and it's so bad when everybody gains weight. But I used to have this mindset and I've had so many clients, even to this day, that would maybe get sick one week with a stomach flu and they were throwing up and shitting uncontrollably all week from something bad, right? Stomach flu, bad, right? No one feels good during or after that experience. But what does everybody do? They hop on the scale immediately after and say, well, I lost 10 pounds. I'm so happy. I'm sorry, what? girl, come again? What? You're celebrating your stomach flu because it caused you to catapult enough water and food from your body to result in 10 pounds of less gravitational pull on your body and you are happy because you've lost weight on the scale, right? And yes, part of that can be a fun joke. But at the same time, many people are serious. And that is something that I probably would have been serious about at one point in time and be like, yeah, I lost all this water. The scale is going to be down a couple pounds. And like, it was like this fucking game to me, right? I'm not acting high and mighty. I've been there. I'm not above anybody else. I've spent years of my life in that mentality. And I needed someone to slap me in the face and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? So if you genuinely feel like that, This is your slap in the face. Because what the fuck is wrong with us? As a whole society, the fat phobia, the weight phobia thing, it's so prominent that people's biggest fears are gaining weight. Their biggest fear. It used to be my biggest fear. I'll admit, I'll say it. Let's get vulnerable here. That used to be my biggest fear in the early days, in the disordered eating days. Because in my head, everything associated with weight gain was negative. 
Weight gain meant that I wouldn't be treated the same. It meant I wouldn't be loved by boys or others. It meant that I wouldn't be picked to play a game in gym class. I wouldn't be taken seriously by companies or schools. I wouldn't be allowed to feel confident in my body. Weight gain meant unhealthy, lazy, that I didn't take care of myself. I wouldn't be sexy. I'd have to wear the long sleeves to cover my arms. I would have to wear pants all throughout the summer so that my legs didn't show and fucking offend anybody. And all of that is real, especially for the time period that I grew up in. If you're anywhere around 30 years old, like within a couple of years right now, like you know exactly what I am talking about. And that shit was reinforced constantly. Anytime I lost weight, I would get noticed by classmates, I would get noticed by boys and girls, and I would get noticed by older men even, which is maybe a topic for another day, but don't act like y'all don't have a story, all right? I got attention. I got positive feedback anytime that I was the smallest that I could possibly be. People wanted me, even if it was for shitty reasons, And as a weird girl who felt invisible most of her life, it felt fucking good. So I went back and forth on my fitness journey for 10 years, essentially trying to have the body of a child or a teen model. So thankfully now many things are different. So many women and many people are growing up in today's age where body positive is around, right? Like there is the option to feel good about yourself. Whereas back in the, I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't given an option. Like nowhere was it endorsed. Like nowhere was anybody just like, I love myself. Like that was fucking unheard of. So right now we've got it much better. Maybe we don't have it good, but we definitely have it much better. We see a lot more inclusivity of things like that. But this is just one of those things that really drove me towards a body neutral mindset because I was like, why am I so afraid of this? Like this is, this is your biggest fear. Literally gaining five pounds would send me off my fucking rocker. That was, that's it. That's it. Or not even death. Death didn't scare me. I was like, take me. What are you going to do? Like, take me. What? What is wrong with me? But that's how it happens. So whatever your moral code around certain things and body types and whether you're like bigger, smaller, way more, way less, like more muscular, more curvy, things like that, like whatever you have, like whatever your thing is where you can point out and say, I think that this is bad. I think that this is good. We're trying to cut that shit. Because until I started practicing body neutrality on myself, I really struggled with myself and my body for years, many, many years. Gaining weight is neither good nor bad. Losing weight is neither good nor bad. Being curvy or having a different body shape is neither good nor bad. Got big boobs? Who cares? Got no boobs? Who cares? Got fat on your arms? That's fine. Got shredded arms? That's fine too. You're pretty? Awesome. You're ugly? Awesome. Whatever. Whether it's about your body, whether it's about things that you have, it's just being very neutral and not internalizing all of these weird moral codes that we have placed on just things that happen and things that are. You want to focus on who are you? What do you do? 
How do you act? What choices do you make? What makes you happy? What are you good at? What do you like? What do you do to take care of yourself? What do you make of your life while living in this leather sack of electrical mush and water that we call body? Now look, I hate having to justify this every time, but I am not a marginalized individual. I'm a skinny white woman from Connecticut. My body has been through some phases for sure, but I can't tell you that I really know what it feels like to be you, whoever you are. But I don't have to be you to have awareness and knowledge of what you are going through. One of the reasons I wanted to do this topic now is because I've been having a lot of conversations with my clients around how we act and how we feel when we don't feel like we're ready or when our body isn't good enough yet or if we haven't made the progress that we are looking for. So the way that you dress, the way that you act, and the way that you participate in things throughout your life are a result of how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your fitness journey. So things like going to the pool, going to the beach, going to a wedding, maybe it's your wedding, choosing what to wear every day, participating in an event or an outing where you feel like there's going to be pictures taken. It could be anything, besties. I used to freak out internally about making sure my body looked cute on a family hike. Because I knew that they were going to take a fucking picture of me at the top of the mountain. And if you've ever been in that situation, you know exactly how violently humbling the family hike photo can be. No matter how stupid it sounds, it happens. It's real. And that is why we are all gathered here today to get over that shit. Because it sucks. And it sucks the joy out of life. It robs you of fun and new experiences. It robs you of your confidence. And it kind of makes you act like a weirdo because we think all of these things about our body. And we try to find ways that back up our decision about how we feel about our bodies. So if somebody takes a picture of you that doesn't look good, you're going to be like, oh, great. It's because my body sucks. It's because this sucks. And it can make a lot of things that are supposed to be joyful in life feel not joyful. They feel terrible. It feels like we're in a spotlight and it feels like this is so bad or something else would be better. Whereas if we started thinking neutrally about our body along our fitness journey and about our progress, those moments won't be lost forever to feeling emotionally distressed and spiraling about things that are supposed to be fun and freeing. So Let's go. On our road to body neutrality, we are going to ask ourselves questions. This is number one on the list, okay? Ask yourself questions. Body neutrality is going to challenge many negative and even positive core beliefs that you have about yourself and your body. And the best way to help diffuse that thought process is by asking questions. Starting with my favorite one, what would five-year-old you think? What would she want to do in this situation? How would she feel about herself? And I feel like five years old is that sweet spot where we were capable of having fun without feeling conscious of our bodies. Of course, 
everyone's life experience is different, but basically what I'm asking you to do is to tap into that kid version of yourself where you actually didn't give a fuck about body types. You didn't look at your mom and say, oh, this is my skinny mom, or this is my fat mom, or this is my fit mom, or this is my my thin mom, or you know what I mean? You didn't look at people like that. It was just mom. Your friend was just friend. Your dad was just dad, right? And you probably still don't think those things about the people around you, but you think about those things about yourself. Would five-year-olds say yes to going to the beach, to play in the sand and build sandcastles and go swimming? Or would she stay home? Would five-year-old you go to the pool with her friends? Or would she stay home? (laughs) Would five-year-old you care about what your arms looked like in that dress that you outgrew two years ago? Or is she going to wear it because that's her favorite fucking dress anyways? That little kid was going to the beach. She was going to the pool. She was going to wear some crazy shit and not think twice about it. Whether it was too small for her, too big for her, whatever. She wore it because she liked it. Because these fears and insecurities and negative thoughts about ourselves and our bodies are learned over time. We are not born this way. Now answer this. When was the last time you went to a beach or pool or lake or anywhere where you had to be in a bathing suit and didn't worry about your body or what it looks like? Even in a good way. You can worry about your body in a quote good way, right? Hear me out. Say you're super fit, you've made a lot of progress, and you're proud, as you should be, but you're still hyper-focused on how fit you look when you go to the beach. That's still not an amazing thing, because with neutrality, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. You're going to be fit and proud of your accomplishments when you get there, right? But then what? You're still you. You're going to do the same thing that you would do if you weren't fit. If you think that you are going to do things differently and act differently in a fit body versus maybe a not-so-fit body, you're the one putting yourself in that shame prison. Because who you are and what you do should not change because of your body. You can be just as successful in life being you, whether you are fit, whether you are not, whether you're on your fitness journey, whether you're close to your goal, maybe you're just starting, you will be just as successful in life regardless. Being over-celebrative and feeling almost overconfident with a fit body, even if you've worked very hard to get there, right, is still not great. It's only allowing yourself to do the things that you want to do because you're fit. You're only allowing yourself to feel confident because you're fit or because you reached a goal. The goal is to be accepting of your body no matter what direction you go, which is essentially body positivity, but not in the way where you feel like it always has to be a positive thing. So another question to ask yourself is, why do I feel like this is a bad thing? Or why do I feel like this is a good thing? If you have that immediate knee-jerk reaction where you're like, oh, this is terrible and overwhelming, or like, oh, this is so good and exciting, try to question it. Like, why do I feel like this? You know, do I feel guilty for eating something that I enjoyed and wanted? Or did I feel like skipping breakfast was a good thing? Like, why did I think that those were good things? And another really powerful question to ask yourself is, and what am I doing about that? For example, say you're insecure about a body part. Maybe it's your arms. You think or say, my arms look so bad in this shirt. And what? What are you doing about it? Maybe you don't like it. Fine. It is what it is. What are you doing about it? 
oh, well, I'm working out three times a week and I started eating better. Okay, check it off the list. That's it. You have something that is within your control generally, like outside of genetics, of course. You have something that's generally within your control. You want to have maybe more toned or muscular arms. You can do something about it. That's neither good nor bad. No matter where you are right now in this moment, that's not good or bad. It is just, it is. That's data. And then we just move forward. You put in the actions towards what you want to do, and that's that. Okay, so ask yourself lots of questions in this process. Whenever you start to feel overwhelmed or you're starting to really be hard on yourself, just ask yourself so many questions as to why why am I doing this? Why do I feel like that? And it can be very easy to get carried away because majority of the time it's going to have an emotional response, especially if you're kind of working out of any sort of disordered thinking around yourself or your body or food or fitness, if you're really trying to change your mindset, you have to question yourself. You have to. All right, moving on. Number two, redirect your focus to how you physically feel. It is okay to feel uncomfortable in your body. Having extra weight with very little muscle can maybe feel tiring, Not being able to fit in clothes if you got too big for them or too small for them can be uncomfortable and annoying. Feeling weak, tired, drained, no energy doesn't feel good, and that's okay. You are allowed to not feel comfortable in your body or not feel good without having a negative moral code towards it or without having negative emotions towards it. Hear me out. Imagine you're super tired. It's at the end of a long day and your brain is fried. You're going to be cranky. And I don't know about you, but when I'm cranky, I'm automatically pissed off. I am angry. Of course, when we are tired is when our brain likes to make everything feel as terrible as possible. And life feels impossible and nothing is working out and it can feel really frustrating. And we'll start thinking about life and all of our failures and insecurities and shortcomings. The positivity meter is running on empty. But what if I told you that you are allowed to be tired and it is possible for you to feel tired physically without feeling angry or upset or overwhelmed or negative at all? In fact, feeling tired isn't a negative feeling. It's a normal feeling. Like, yes, I'm sure you wish you didn't feel as tired because maybe you should have been in bed few hours ago, or you should have gotten more sleep, or maybe you had a challenging day or a draining day, but you don't have to grasp on to negative emotions just because of your physical feelings. Does that make sense? So in this case, you would redirect your focus to how you physically feel and accept that that feeling of being tired is uncomfortable and you're allowed to feel uncomfortable without associating a physical feeling with a negative emotion that's going to ruin your night, (laughs) compound with a bunch of negative beliefs that you may have about yourself and everybody around you. Go to bed. You'll feel fine pretty much as soon as you wake up, right? Because you were tired. Now, when it comes to finding this mindset and neutrality about your body and fitness and food, you want to take a really similar approach. Another example, it's a hot summer day. Maybe you just started your fitness journey a couple months ago and your body hasn't quite started changing the way you wanted to yet, okay? You're putting in the work. You're taking those actions. Say you're outside with your friends in a park, sitting on a picnic blanket in jean shorts. 
Ooh, I don't care who you are. I don't care what body type you have. Every girl knows that feeling of when the jorts just jort a little too much and it's cutting off your entire half of your body. It's cutting into your belly and your legs and scrunching everything up and your skin is pushing out either way, the top or bottom. It feels terrible. It feels terrible. And for somebody who struggles with body image, this can be wildly triggering because where does the mind go? Oh, if you were fitter, you would fit in these pants. You wouldn't have these rolls or the skin popping out or you wouldn't feel constricted. This wouldn't be cutting into you like this. You would be able to wear whatever you want and look cute if maybe you were fitter or smaller or skinnier or whatever. And then you're frustrated at yourself and your fitness journey. You're upset. All of those negative emotions will take over you and all of a sudden you are just overwhelmed with negative thoughts about yourself and your body when in reality you're just uncomfortable because unless your jorts are baggy or two sizes too big for you, they are going to actively try and cut you in half if you ever sit down. And everybody knows that. You're allowed to feel physically uncomfortable in your body at that moment. If your body's being bossed around, like bullied around, that's not, that doesn't feel good. That's not fun. But we don't have to give that meaning without giving it morals. It's not a good or bad thing. Maybe not great because you don't feel comfortable, but that's okay. You're allowed to feel physically bad or physically uncomfortable without saying like, oh, my entire body is bad. And like my entire concept of my body is, is terrible and bad and it, it looks bad and it wouldn't be this bad if this and this and this. Like, I know it's hard. Your own outfit has betrayed you and disrupted the circulation to your coochie. But other than that, there is no emotion that has to be associated with that or value that has to be given. It is what it is. We now know that next time we're going to wear a nice flowy skirt so we can picnic in peace with our friends. Bring awareness to your situation, to what you are doing in that moment and how you are feeling physically. And another one of my favorite examples is pictures. Oh my God, how many times are you on that family hike or at your sister's graduation or a work party and somebody takes a picture of you? Better yet, a group photo at the beach or something. And you look at it and feel immediately humbled. Your heart sinks down to your butt and you mutter out the words, oh my God, do I really look like that? Or even worse, you immediately start picking yourself apart piece by piece and expressing how terrible it is and how bad it looks and how you never want to see that picture ever, ever again. First of all, no, you don't really look like that. That's not your best look, sweetie. And that's okay. You're not going to be looking like Megan Fox on the red carpet on your family hike or at your cousin's beach day or at your sister's graduation with somebody's 65-year-old dad behind the camera asking, is it the red button? Do I tap it or hold it down? And then it's like a picture, but a video thing, but also a picture. And I don't even know how they do it. That's not a flex moment. That is not a moment that you are doing your best and you are trying to take a really, really great photo. Those are terrible pictures of everyone being taken by people who don't know how to log back into Netflix. And they're going to be posted on someone's mom's Facebook. And that's it. It has nothing to do with you. Your only goal is to smile ear to ear and try to capture the emotion of that moment as best as you can. If you had a great hike, 
smile. Maybe you had a bad hike. Maybe you don't like your family. It's all right. Pop one out. Pop a smile. Everyone's got to do it. But then you can look back at it and be like, oh, remember how terrible that was? Like, that's fine. Physically, you're probably okay. In that moment, you're probably okay. Seeing a picture and feeling like you have to pick yourself apart, whether it is your your face or your body or anything like that, that doesn't have to happen. With neutrality, it's just like, this is a picture and that's it. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And you can just say like, hey, this is not my best look, but like it wasn't supposed to be. So that's okay. It's a nice picture that like my fucking mom is going to like, and that's it. And here's a little golden rule and a tip for you all right now. Never judge a picture of you that you didn't take yourself. If you don't have on a cute outfit, a cute location, good lighting, and a full beat of makeup and hair done, it's it's not your picture. That's not the one. All right? That's just a rule. Okay? Anything else, it's just a picture. That is not the picture. It's not a flex picture. That's not the purpose. Okay? All right, moving on to number three. Focus on your actions. I know I've mentioned this many times before in many different realms of your fitness journey, and I want to tell you how it's just so helpful for anybody developing habits and a sustainable fitness journey and a neutral mindset about fitness and your body. When you focus on your actions throughout life, throughout your day, it really does help you stay more consistent with your goals and keep a much better relationship with your body throughout your entire fitness journey. The results are what we are after. That is fine. But the results can be pretty far away sometimes depending on where you're starting from. And it's a very multifaceted thing because you may have to change a significant number of things about how you live your life and how you think about things in order to get sustainable results. And that takes time. Your mentality, mental health, daily routine, relationships with people around you, food choices, workouts, and all the habits in between that it takes, it's hard. It goes deeper than just working out and eating right. Sometimes we are simultaneously unlearning toxic habits and mindsets about ourselves and fitness in order to find peace with where we're even going. Some people don't even really start thriving in their fitness journey until after years of trying and sustainability, and probably years of therapy as well. So when you're focused on only getting results of, or just getting a hot body or getting snatched, whatever, and especially if you're expecting it to only take a few months, you're most likely going to struggle finding enjoyment and happiness in your routine. And that's not going to create a lot of confidence around you and your body because you're also only thinking that getting fast results is good. And not getting results is bad or not, or getting slow results is bad. When that's not the case, results can happen at different speeds for everybody, depending on who you are and what you're going through. Because if you're getting results fast because you're just beating yourself and your body into submission, that's not good. And learning to go with the flow and do it anyways, even when you're not seeing fast results, may be exactly what you need to go through and learn through in order to really be consistent long term. By focusing on your actions and using that data to measure your success with fitness, you're going to be able to be way more consistent. You're actually going to start enjoying it and you're going to get results as a byproduct of those those daily habits and decisions that you decide to take action on. And through a body neutrality mindset, you're not going to be switching things up all the time just because you're not getting results fast enough or it's not doing this or it's not doing this or 
You know what I mean? Whereas in if you are taking all of that emotionally, that's going to drive you to make decisions that are probably going to mess up your plan. If you have a plan, if you even have a plan. So here's what you want to focus on. How many times did I work out this week? Did I meal prep? Did I do my morning routine? Did I go for a walk after work? Did I get outside today? Do, did I do my hair and wear something that I liked today? Did I enjoy my weekend? Did I practice being balanced or did I kind of go overboard? And look, besties, the more that you focus on actions like that and accomplishing and checking those things off the list, everything else is going to fall into place because you are not jumping over all of those steps and just saying like, oh, I'm going to start weighing out all my food and meal prepping every day of my life and I'm not allowed to eat sweets and I'm not allowed to have this and I'm not allowed to do that. That's unsustainable. And what that does is it reinforces the idea that foods with sugar are bad and that like brownies and cakes or like pizza or, you know, food that's deemed unhealthy is like terrible and you should never have them. And that's the reason why you're not getting results and things like that. And it's just driving that nail (laughs) through the coffin. So you want to think about things as neutrally as possible and just think about your actions. Okay. Even if you had maybe a weekend where you overdid it, what can you do right now? What can you do today? That's going to help you focus on that action. Don't worry about like, Oh, I overdid it. I'm going to gain so much weight and then everything's going to be ruined. And like, so I have to skip all my meals and start working out. No, no, no. Okay. That's not body neutrality because If you were thinking in a body neutral mindset, you would have said like, okay, I definitely really overdid it. Like, let me just get back on, like, let me move on today. It is what it is, right? Even, even if I did gain a couple pounds, like whatever, it's probably going to be a little water weight. The only thing that I have to do is just get back on track and take action right now. What can I do today? Can I go back and make most of my meals for this week so that I do make sure that I do keep up with my protein and I'm not feeling over hungry because maybe I had some extra sugar over the weekends and like that might make me feel a little off balance. Okay. And then try to keep track of how many times per week that you do that. Some weeks you're going to do great. Other weeks there might be some gaps or days where it just doesn't work out for whatever reason. And that's fine. It's neither good nor bad. It's very easy to get caught up in the morality of productivity as well. Like sleeping in is bad. Not working out is bad. Ordering takeout is bad. Going out drinking is bad. And we shouldn't do those things if we want results, besties. I am telling you, there's nothing bad about those situations in moderation, of course. But nonetheless, nothing inherently bad about them. You can reflect and hold yourself accountable for things. For example, if you... I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe maybe you had a weekend bender and it was an all-you-can-eat-and-all-you-drink fest. Whatever. Was it fun? Maybe it was kind of worth it. Maybe it gave you some life experiences that you're going to look back at and remember very fondly when you were in your retirement home. Who cares? How can you take action today for what you're doing instead of guilting yourself into feeling terrible or calling yourself a terrible person because you think that all those things are bad. You're allowed to reflect, of course, and just say that is not the lifestyle that I want to live. And that's certainly not the lifestyle that is going to support any kind of results. So let me take action. Let me set myself up really well for next weekend as well. And let me try to practice balance. Maybe that's something that you do need to practice. And that's it. 
So let's do a little interactive exercise. I am going to make you write stuff down. So go get out those phone notes. <laughs> I'm 100 years old. Okay, open the notes app in your phone. And I want you to write this down or write it down on a piece of paper, whatever you want to do. I want to see it. I want you to take a picture or a screenshot of this and I want you to post it on your story on Instagram and tag me made for me fitness on it and I will repost it on my story so that we can all share what we have and help give each other ideas because we are all in this together. Okay, I'm going to go through my list and you can copy if you want. That's fine. I still want you to post it. I just want to see that you're doing it. I want you to hold yourself accountable to doing these things so that you can have a really fun summer and also be consistent and dedicated to your fitness journey. We're going to call an action list. Here we go. How many days did I work out this week? How many days did I go outside this week? How many days did I enjoy a walk this week? How many days did I wear something that made me happy this week? How many days did I do my morning routine? How many days did I meal prep for this week? Or did I even meal prep this week? How many days did I eat high protein balanced meals this week? How many days did I drink enough water this week? How many days did I go out and enjoy times with friends this week and enjoy what I ate? All right, and those are just some. You can fill that out with other things, whatever is more important to you, like maybe how many times you did a hobby, maybe how many times did you call your mom or wake up early or be kind to yourself. Fill that list with everything that the person that you want to become does and start taking those actions. Make those actions turn your day around instead of being caught up in a good or bad life because it's neither good nor bad. Living in the body that you have is just fine. It's okay if you're not at your goal. If you're doing the actions that are getting to your goal, fine. If you're uncomfortable with where you're at and you want to change that, that is fine. If you don't want to change that, that's fine too. If you're doing the actions, you're going to get there. If you're not, not much will change probably, but that's not bad either. That's okay. It's just about taking those steps, focusing on the actions and just focusing on there's nothing wrong with where you're at. There's nothing wrong with (laughs) where you're going or what you're doing in this moment. But if you do want things to change for whatever reason, that is okay. And you can do things to get you there. Take it one step at a time. You don't have to do all of those things all the time, every day. That's not even going to happen. Okay, that is it on my list. And all I have to say for now about body neutrality, I know that there is more. I could go more in depth with it, but I think that those are some points that I want you to focus on for right now. And I really all encourage you to challenge your thinking this summer and keep working towards finding enjoyment and contentment within your body and fitness no matter what, no matter where you are in the process, no matter how long it takes, and no matter how many times you mess it up. It's okay. Everything is okay. We focus on what we can do and we just keep going consistently. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next time. Bye.